Ari looks awful. Cynthia sounds awful. <gasps> Cynthia sounds off. Okay. And the set is a disaster. Where is the ensemble? Where is Dr. Dilliman? Why does it look like a drama and not a comedy? Interesting. Very. It's rough. She said, doing two parts is like double homicide. Hello, and welcome to episode 105 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your award show's production of Dreamgirls Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can now find us on our new YouTube channel. That's right. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. and Hit that bell button so you can get all our episodes right away. Uh, to find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our way too early Tony predictions. All right, Rachel, here we are. Happy Monday to everyone out there. Hope you guys are doing well. We have so much to go over in this episode this week. Uh, we are going to jump right into our buzz discussion. So much buzz to talk about, and one in particular we're going to spend a lot of time on. Before we get to our wild and wacky I don't know way too early yeah. way too Tony early yeah wild and wacky and way too early in alliteration rachel wild um, wacky and way too early that's right that's our new warm-up it's our new vocal warm-up wild yeah, wacky yeah, way yeah. yeah uh way too early tony predictions because it is way too early Truly. only because 90 percent of the shows have not opened yet we'll get there I'm barely opened <laughs> yeah um we, of course, have to do our weekly theater Broadway news segment. What's the buzz? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 What's the buzz? I think at some point we should add in in summer. We should add an in summer. Bees a buzz. <laughs> you know, oh, Josh that's so good. That's if you're funny. watching us on YouTube as well, hello to our YouTube listeners or watchers. I guess not listeners. Hello. You will notice I'm that listening. maybe this is being recorded out of order as the other segment. It's fine. Um, 
Yeah, it's fine. A wardrobe change. A wardrobe change and a little ash Wednesday for Rachel. Um, you know what day we recorded this yeah, on. That's true. That's true. First, okay, we're going to get out of the way right away that we are going to hit maybe the most important thing that theater news that hit the internet this past week yeah. in this, at the end of this and spend significant amount of time, more time than maybe we should on Probably, that. Definitely. Most yeah, definitely. definitely. And we won't cut any of it. That's the thing. But the first thing is what we're going to start on. Cast recording for The Connector, Jason Robert Brown's new musical. I guess, is do you think this will transfer now that they're announcing a, a cast recording? I mean, I guess there are off-Broadway cast recordings, but. Yeah, I think that that was what I was, I was pretty shocked about. I think maybe they're still waiting it out. They don't know. Um, yeah. And obviously it wouldn't transfer they this season. Didn't they, didn't they extend? Mm-hmm. So, I don't like, know. It's doing well. It's doing well, but I what I'm saying is I'm not sure it would transfer. And maybe if if it were me and we're like, yes, we're gonna do a cast recording, that allows people to listen between mm-hmm. now and the time that maybe they would come in in the fall or in the summer. Because there's yeah. no way that they're, they're gonna make this window of the or want to. I don't think Jason Robert Brown would want to come mm-hmm. into this season. It's yeah. so the season is so chaotic already. But um, also think so, about how many, uh, most, if not almost all of Jason Robert Brown's musicals have played off-Broadway only. Yeah, so, it's true. So it may, may never transfer. Yeah, which is kind of sad. But I am really... excited about a cast recording because the photos look freaking amazing. Yeah, and we just love JRB. Yes, it's true. This is incredible. And maybe if both of us were single, I would say this is the name of our like what our podcast should be. this is a musical from sixes toby marlowe and lucy moss and it's going to premiere in the west end and it is about basically online dating and the title is why am i so single such a great Um, title so good and i'm very intrigued by this and i think it I, i wonder is it similar to like you know because there six is a concert it's 90 minutes no intermission Mm -hmm concert style are they taking similar things that work really well like the 90 minutes no intermission mm-hmm. and yeah. are they going to adapt that very into accessible. more of a storyline um kind right. of musical i'm very mm-hmm. intrigued i also think that it being about online dating is very now but also applicable for people of past generations as well and i can see this being really great you know we talk about you've got mail could be a great musical yeah. And this is giving similar, like, like not similar plot, but, like, kind of a, a interesting yeah. premise here related well, to... Well, company a little bit, like, yeah, a little company. bit of company yeah. in there, of, like, even the revival of company bringing it to the modern day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we love Toby and Lucy here on yeah. the show. We love Six on the show. Love here. Six. Yeah. So, I think... And they're Tony winners, so mm-hmm. that's exciting. So, that's right. And I think whatever they do, it will be interesting. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Preview of Signature Theater's premiere of Private Jones. Um, and we got a preview of Jelly's Last Jam. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, the song excited. sounds great. Yeah, and then did you see the video of Billy Porter, like, walking in the rehearsal? No. Yeah, there was he was like walking with a cane and very dramatically. Oh, and God. 
Amazing. Yeah. And then preview of songs sung by Great Catsby on Broadway, Broadway cast. Um, Eva and yeah, Jim at the Floyd. Plaza Hotel. Yes. That was rescheduled at, due to snow. Yeah. Yeah. So great. The snow there is wild. My favorite, you know how we always capture um, the comments, and it's been a minute since we've done that. My yeah. favorite comment on the video of the Great Gatsby Broadway mm-hmm. video yeah. of the, one of the songs was, who the hell is hacking up a lung while this song is going on? <laughs> Amazing. Oh my it's God. just like, I just love, sometimes I just really love the internet, and mm-hmm. you're like, this is so funny. Oh, yeah. I think it's called, they sing the song My Green Light is what it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm intrigued. There's been a lot of talk now on my TikTok, of course, me and my 18 people who watch the right. same TikTok reels as me. Uh-huh. Um, that Sounds like you have like 18 people living in your house a little bit and you all <laughs> like sit around just, your phone. I just watching. feel like, you know, there, there are those things where you're like, oh, I see this all the time. And you realize you're the only person who sees it all the time. Like all this content. Right. Anyway, but there are a lot of people saying that maybe they could have cast someone better than Jeremy Jordan for this That's role. wild. That is crazy. <laughs> That's so, crazy fuck. Not in our house. You know, and not in, 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 our not in another lifetime ago, they could have like Brian Darcy James could have been Jay Godsey. So yeah. interesting. In a few lifetimes from now, Tom Holland. <laughs> wow, we'll get to that. Stage version of Disney's Tangled is in the works. I you, have I told you that my my pick if whenever they do a live action Tangled, which is probably sooner rather than later. Is not a not the stage version because I don't know if she'd be great on the stage, but in the movie is Florence Pugh for Rapunzel. Well, well, Stephanie J. Block commented on this and she wants to be the mom. Oh, that's incredible. That's that's. I'm like, okay, let's make this happen. Can Gavin Creel be Flynn Rider? (laughs) Or maybe Aaron Tveit. Aaron Tveit would be good too. He's a little too old. Yeah, yeah. Um, Florence, I think also she was my pick for the Wicked movie for Glinda, which I've talked about. Yes. Um, which we will, which we will talk about. We will talk about. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, I think it's unsurprising. I think eventually, um, eventually we could see any Disney project becoming a stage musical. Of course. So, even like Always Home on the, even like Home on the Range. Um, <laughs> was a good movie. It was yeah. a good movie. Chicken Little, anyone? I um, would watch Home on the Range. <laughs> the musical. The stage action. Cow puppets. Cow puppets. Puppets. Um, yeah. This is sad to me. Ragtime. This was yeah. weird. It was weird. Apparently, AMC, Regal, and what's the other theater chain? There's another one. Sure. Dolby? I don't know. Yeah. Another exactly. theater chain. Like posted showtimes for Ragtime, the concert, but then apparently it wasn't real. So Ragtime is not coming to theaters. I don't know I, what's happening. It's crazy that we had to list that. It was just this whole yeah. thing. I'm like, I can't. And isn't it crazy that it theoretically someone like hacked into their website and said, I want Ragtime the concert. Well, I wonder if like it was supposed to and then didn't. I It's just very yeah. weird. Yeah, it is weird. Or maybe it's going to happen eventually, but I don't but know. But in 2025 and not in 2024. Yeah. yeah. 
I would love a ragtime video concert. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. One of my faves. I know. It's your favorite. Yeah. Rachel, speaking, speaking of, of my Holland, favorite, mm-hmm. um, Tom Holland this week, we already talked about last week, but this week he broke the internet. Um, Again. Yeah. Because tickets for Romeo and Juliet with Tom Holland sold out in hours in the in entire like two run. hours the yeah. entire run like you I just need I... you to understand this isn't like opening night or like the first week yeah. the entire run yeah like that's yeah. crazy and that means a Tuesday that means like a random Tuesday yeah they haven't even announced Julia yet so I mean it's yeah. w- ask me yeah. if you think that that person is a celebrity yeah. There he is. He definitely is wow. a celebrity. Billy yeah. Elliot is back again. Billy and... Elliot back again. Wait, yeah. I, can we make t-shirts that stage door? Yeah. Up? We don't. Yeah. We can't go because it's sold out. But we can stage well, door. You know, we'll just say Billy market. Elliot back again. The the room, the West End black market for Romeo and Juliet, I'm sure, is very high. It might be high. Um, yeah, I was. I saw this news and then I was like driving as soon as I saw it, and I kept thinking, this is. I wonder if. In my head, I, I know you didn't get tickets, but in my head, I was like, <laughs> I wonder if Rachel got tickets because she did that with Hamilton and Harry Potter. She I just know. tickets for London, and maybe she would do that with Tom Holland. I mean, I, I honestly, there are very few people where I would probably do that for. Like, but yeah. if it was a show I really wanted to, yeah. I might have. Like, Cabaret was really tempting me, but I just kept yeah. waiting and waiting, thinking and praying it was coming right. to New York. Right. And this will probably, if it does really well, I mean, it's already sold out, but if it does critically well, yeah. then it could come we'll to New see. York. We'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Wild. So wild. So interesting. Yeah. Again, no Juliet yet. So Zendaya, where are you? Doing that Dune this, tour. This next one, uh, the Dune tour press, don't even get me started. The, Dune, so the Dune cast, um, whoever's styling, all of them. That's all. Just the Dune cast having to react to the popcorn buckets at every press event yeah. is actually so funny. Yeah. And uh, so, so silly. Yes. Speaking of things where you're like, Will this work? I don't yeah. know. But yeah. this week, this week we got rumblings of potentially slave play will open on the West End. Yeah. We'll I think see. I mean I think there's a certain aspect, even though Hamilton is like there are aspects that are universal. I think like there's a certain like my my sister-in-law, who is Canadian, doesn't know much about American history and was confused during some parts of Hamilton, but still enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I think there's an aspect of that, like, but it still could work. And I think I think slave play could work. There's lots of things. I mean, there's lots of things about like sexual identity mm-hmm. and racial identity and like things like that that are like I feel like aren't just germane of to course. America. Of course. So. Well, and slavery wasn't just an American thing. Yeah, I correct. think I think I'm more wondering like will people want to go and sit in that experience of feeling white and feeling like the co- right. because even seeing Hamilton was like you guys were the colonizers and wouldn't let us go. Yeah. In yeah. this musical, yeah, right? And obviously guy. slave play yeah. is different. Yeah. But it is it is kind of it's a different, but Hamilton did really well and also there are many things related to sitting in yeah. Kind of the uncomfortableness that the yeah. Brits are pretty good at. 
related to movies and other theater experiences so we'll see it's not official but uh it is something that's maybe happening appropriate is going to transfer to the belasco theater for its extended amount of time run because it's doing so well crazy uh, at mcc theater that they're going to transfer to a new theater bigger theater yeah Yeah. and until june extend until june so that's and that that's with like sarah paulson and yes um, but i will say i will say i don't know who the other person is i will say that they've had some issues with sicknesses that they've had to close Mm -hmm. yeah some of their shows like even this week they had to cancel a show or postpone a show or whatever because of sickness so i will be intrigued if anything changes at the belasco theater but exciting we love when a show's doing so well and there's a theater open and they can transfer to another broadway theater in the same run and extend that's amazing that's kind of crazy yeah it is crazy i'm sure it's happened before but it's not that many times i'm sure no and like in the like like lion king wasn't originally in the minskoff and i believe wicked wasn't in the gershwin right they transferred but they that wasn't in like the first run. Was like, it during were, the same season? Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wild. Um, Jessica Phillips will be starring in Penelope at Signature Theater. I think we got a poster for this. We did. Yeah. And it looks yeah. very interesting. Yes, it's yeah. true. It does look very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And Jinx Monsoon. Monsoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a monsoon coming to Chicago on back Broadway. Chicago. Yeah, coming back to Chicago on Broadway. So exciting. Jinx, yeah. don't jinx it. She they're coming back to Broadway. That's right. <laughs> yes. Um I have nothing else to say about that besides yeah. that's exciting. Uh and then this week we also got first performances of Lola Tung and Annie DeFranco in Hades Town. Um, with yeah. with um, Jordan Fisher, yeah, and, and actually went to the show. And actually, this w- the sound bites I've heard are pretty good. I'm impressed. I mean, L- Lola sounds great. Yeah, I didn't think she had it in her. Well, you know. So, that's, but I'm glad. I love being proved wrong that thing. someone is talented on the stage. Yeah, for sure, I love that because now I'll be a stan everywhere. If you think about it, though, a lot of younger kids, like the thing they start out in is theater in their school. So, like, they sing. But she's not had to sing in her previous roles. So that's why I'm. That we know of. That we know of. Yeah. That we know yet of. True. Then we got a lot of photos. We got photos of A Sign of the Times musical, which is at New World Stages, which. Which always makes me think of the Harry Styles song. Just don't yeah. be crying in the sun. Yes. Which I, I always, wonder. funny enough, thought that was Lady Gaga. My entire, like, what? three months of first listening to that song, I was like, this, like on the radio or whatever, because I didn't like listen to it. I just like heard it. And for some reason, it sounded like Lady Gaga to me. I don't know why. I now we'll have to listen to that song, close my eyes, and picture Lady Gaga yeah. and see if I can see her singing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a Sign of the Times musical, which is not about Harry Styles or Lady no. Gaga. Well, it should be. At the be. New World stages. 
A Sign of the Times, a Lady Gaga and Harry Styles love story. Yeah. Well, we never know. Um, This looks very interesting. I'm curious Mm -hmm. if it's a Broadway contender for the next season, but we'll we'll see. Betty Boop, the musical. Did we talk about that? Officially transferred to Broadway in 2025. Smash will be there. Yeah. So we'll see. But also we got pictures of the Adams family, yeah, the concert. So um, it looked amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. With on, ramen. Yeah. With my ramen man. Yeah. Yeah. Ramen. Yeah. And ramen we, <laughs> we got yeah. some cool pictures of Cecily Strong and others in MTC's Brooklyn Laundry. Yeah, this looks is, great. Yeah, it does look really good. Yeah. Um yeah. so I love Stephanie Strong. She's such a like, like re like she just seems so genuine, like a genuine person. Have you read her mom her like book? No, I've not. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, of course, Schmigadoon. Gotta check. Of course, Schmigadoon. Yeah, Schmigago. And on that note, it's still forever bitter. That yeah. we don't have season three anyway. Yeah. Well, we're not release about... the songs. Release yeah. the songs. Release it. Yeah, that's like um the Snyder cut. The, uh, it's the exact same thing. Okay, anyway, um, what we're not bitter about is, of course, this past weekend the Super Bowl happened. You know, the thing that Don't I didn't think. even watch it. I I didn't go to a party. I did not watch I was it. At a party. I was busy finishing editing our episode. That's really what was happening. Thanks, Ty. And, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. And um. <gasps> No, actually, you know what? I was at work. You were worked. Work. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna I say worked. you were working because yeah, when you yeah. called me, yes, yes. you said you were driving home from I, work. I I was I was actually right finishing up notes at my work and my and my I knew the wicked trailer was coming. Yeah. Because I had heard that and also John M2 tweeted like, you know, it's basically he didn't say it's coming, but he basically said it. He was said coming. something's coming. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. No, he said like one more day. I don't even know. Yeah, and so I knew it was coming. So I just kept like refreshing because I was like, I know it's gonna come and it's gonna come. And the, I first watched the De- Deadpool three trailer, which is freaking hilarious, and everyone should go watch that. And then the Wicked trailer—it's only a minute long. It's really a first look. They don't even call it a trailer; they call it a yeah. first look. And I was like freaking out, and all the nurses at my work were like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "It's not important." <laughs> And um, it's not important, but my livelihood's at stake also. And then I immediately <laughs> called Rachel when I got in the car, and thankfully she picked up. And I was like, Thoughts on the Wicked Trail? And she was like, I just watched it. And then we talked about it for a minute. Like a hot and as long as as long as the trailer was, that's how long we talked. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe even longer, actually. And then I got bit. home, and I was literally. The my baby was already asleep and I walked through the door and I was like, "Have you seen the Wicked trailer?" My wife was like, "No," and I was like, "I'm showing you." And she was like, "Okay, show it on my your phone." And I was like, "No, I want to show you on the TV." And she was like, "This is so much." <laughs> so then I showed her on the TV and she was like, "It looks it looks great." And yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, it does." And I proceeded to watch it maybe five times and then mm-hmm. I. And then I watched like reactions and then I yeah, listened to a lot of things. And then I have, I'll have another thing to say about a friend um, that uh, her thoughts on the trailer. But I just talked a lot. So, Rachel, tell me your thoughts on the Wicked trailer and what how you experienced it. 
Okay. The mini I, deep dive on the Wicked trailer. Uh, yeah, mini deep dive. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be released at the Super okay. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming at some point, but I didn't realize it was going to be a movie, mm-hmm. a trailer during the Super Bowl. So I wasn't prepared. I didn't really want to be away. It's not very watching the Super Bowl. But anyway, so it comes on and the whole room is like, ah, the wicked trailer. And so we're all, so that's the good, it's good energy. But I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like blinking yeah. and I missed it. There's things. so I, like, much blinked, happening. And I missed it. I missed things. Yeah. I didn't see the first time I watched it. I didn't see my, the love of my life, Jonathan Bailey. Yes, I didn't at either. all, at all. And yeah. I was like, where the hell is he? Anyway. So, and then of course I heard the. You know the ah yeah no. yeah yeah and then um except it's longer Wallace. and and <laughs> but what I was gonna say was I for watching it the first time and probably what I said to you on the phone was why was there no singing right why did they not market it as a musical mm-hmm. but then after I slept that yes. night the they next morning gravity through the whole trailer yes. Yeah. Right. But see, mm-hmm. I didn't catch that on the first glance. And I will say after watching a lot of people's reaction, to, like where their non-musical partner has watched it, they're like, right. why are they making a movie about a musical? Mm-hmm. They also don't know it's going to be a musical, even though it is is a musical, not just yeah. is the movie a musical. Like the whole thing was a musical. So why would it be anything else besides a musical? Mm-hmm. But um, I yeah, think is a musical. Right. Yeah. I I have I have a few thoughts, but honestly, what was the coolest thing I have seen so far is a shot by shot analysis of the trailer of The Wizard of Oz mm. and the trailer of the Wicked movie, shot by shot, and the coloring and kind of the style wow. and like the progression of it look so similar. That's insane. it is really cool. I need to see if I can find that TikTok. Yeah. But it's really cool. And I I mean it looks I think that this looks like it's going to be a good movie. Like yeah. I actually am intrigued by it being a movie and I was worried about the flying monkeys and I was worried about all the oh, like how are they going to build Oz and it looks gorgeous. The moments of like Ariana and uh Cynthia together, so Glinda and alphabet together like just the quiet cute little moments look really good mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. in that outfit like they they every time we were worried there was a lot of speculation of like are they going to keep the traditional things related to the wicked mm-hmm. mu- musical stage version um in elements of the movie well it seems yes quite a few of them yeah but my favorite thing taylor and then i'll let you go on i sent you a tiktok did you watch it about no, the casting no, I've not. Okay, there are two TikToks I sent Taylor that I find very hysterical. I mean, one like is this. TikToks in the past okay, one. I know, but this specifically yeah. about the yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor. <laughs> I sent him like at least fifteen TikToks, yeah. but um, which I need to so watch. One of the wicked, uh, one of the TikToks is like just this person screaming. They're like, ah, ah, and it says when Dorothy finds out there's a bullet train to get her to mm-hmm. emerald mm-hmm. city when she's Amazing. been walking her ass mm-hmm. along the yellow brick road <laughs> that is so funny that is hilarious and then the second thing was there's this w- woman talking like about how good the marketing is for the wicked movie and you're like buying into what she's saying and immediately like 
maybe 30 seconds and she goes because we don't even know who dr dillamond is he's not even been cast is there mm -hmm. even a dr dillamond the marketing yeah. doesn't it doesn't care and i was yeah. like taylor would love this yes so i sent you well i do think i i wonder well bowen yang has said in an interview First of all, Bowen Yang in the background. Did you see him? He looked yes, incredible. Did Bowen I see Yang, him pause yeah. twice? Yeah. Bowen <laughs> Yang said that it was a puppet on the set. But I'm wondering, and then it, because it was on Andy Cohen Live, Andy Cohen went, oh, a puppet. You know, it was very funny. Yeah. Um, that because Andy Cohen was like, I love Wicked, but that Dr. Dillamond needs to go is what everyone says that so but me yeah. i'm on the dr dilliman page you're not the only one because my friend that i messaged with also thinks that dr dilliman should be in the movie but she, I, he's essential to the plot he is an essential part to the plot whether yes. he should be or not i don't know but he is he is essential right. i wonder if madame morrible is going to take more of the dr dilliman role yeah. because even the scenes first of all michelle yo who's now an oscar winner second yeah. of all the scenes that we saw the snippets of with her and Alphaba seem like they could, she could be taking more of that role, which I think is the interesting. The hard but... part is at some point that she, because she is a bad person. Right. Spoilers. And so there has to be something that, something that relates to the animal activist, animal right. rights activism that Alphaba has, where mm -hmm. she ends up helping save with Fiero the the lion the lion that has to take place and dr dillman has been that experience and maybe there's yeah. something else that happens that, that's what it can't be it can't be madame morrible though because right. she herself is a bad person and is also a human so you're right right yeah i think i'm gonna say too i'm gonna say what i think and i do want to mention my friend that i messaged with yeah i i think it looks freaking incredible yeah. I do want to point out that the it is Wicked Part One. The movie it does not say Wicked Part One. I know, I know. Trailer. I, so, which confirms my conspiracy that it is going to be the full Wicked movie, and then we'll have to come back for Wiz. Well, what I right. Well, well, what I've heard is that the second part is more fleshing out of the time period of when Dorothy is there, and thus why we see. There is Dorothy. a shot of Dorothy, of Dorothy, the man, the lion, and the scarecrow, which I did not expect. That was yeah. one where I was like, whoa, why are we seeing for the four of them? Because and if people don't know, when Wicked first um, came onto the scene on, and, you know, in San Diego and, and on Broadway, they did not have, they were not allowed to reference the Wizard of Oz. They were not right. allowed to even say the name Dorothy. Like they, these right. were things they were not allowed to do. And so, or the Wicked I mean, Witch of the West or East, right, right. And I think over time, they eventually like struck a deal and were able to maybe. But that that's interesting to me. I think it interests John M. Chu, the director of this movie, to reference the Wizard of Oz because this mm -hmm. is a movie rather than a musical, which I think is fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I think the the coloring and the world building that they're doing is similar to the yes. original Wizard of Oz yes. rather than the yes. musical. Wiz, yes. Yeah. Or the Wiz. But yes, yeah, I meant Wiz. to say Wicked. Like, the, the I think musical. the musical has, and I think maybe is just the time period that it came out too, has more like steampunk elements. 
And I think this does not. And I there are little mm-hmm. elements, you know, there's not as many like gear shit gears or whatever. But there's like little elements of like like her glasses, which I think yeah. are like steampunk esque, but they're just they're so cool. They're so cool. That My bullet wife, train is cool. Yes, it is cool. Uh, so this one reviewer I watched said it did remind her a little bit of that that Oz movie that came out a couple years ago with James Franco. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oz. Yes, the Great but I never saw it. Oz the Great no, and Powerful. It's not that great. But I think it, it looks better than that. And I think Cynthia looks incredible. Ariana again. I I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about her acting. Um. But we'll see. I think I think their scenes together are going to be great, regardless, because I think they'll have chemistry. Yes. Um, I mean, and that's the reality is she has she only has intimate scenes with like three people. Yeah. And but if they flush it out, that's the thing. Sure, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she. I mean, but I think even we got a little the, moment of popular in there. Like, there's that moment right. of her turning around with the, and that looks really cool. Exactly. I was going to say, I think that we're going to use a lot of staging for the advantage. Like when she first meets uh, Alphaba and she's like, you're green. Like it's not a close up of Glinda. Like we're seeing the whole experience. I think that there's going to be more of that, which Mm -hmm. I think is partly the, which I think is cool, but Mm -hmm. the opposite of what was happening in the Mean Girls movie. Um, Right. Where like then a person, (laughs) right, which is then where you understand like a stage person can still have a really good movie presence if it is filmed similar Mm -hmm. where there's a lot of space, where there are other people, where the energy is different. So I'll be intrigued. I mean, Cynthia Erivo being Alphaba will be like, will be the staple I think in 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 the music space for a very long time. I think, like, I think her choices. Win. I think she could win an Oscar. It's just tough because it, if it is going to be two parts, I mean they're saying it will be, but now why didn't they put part one? That's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I think it would be tough because if part one's gonna end with Defying Gravity, like the end of act two is good but like how can you beat defying gravity like she well so that's that's what someone i was watching on tiktok said who i really like and but i also was like oh i hate this review they're like everyone hates the second act of wicked we're just still thinking about defying gravity and there are some people who are here for no good deed but you're just like holding on you're going from defying gravity into the best songs in the no good deed i know but like you're just holding from one song alphabet sings to the next song until you get to the resolution at the very end right um because like the second act people think is really boring personally for me i don't feel that way i don't it is a long ass show. I watching it relatively recently in this past theater long. season for myself. I forgot how freaking yeah. long it is. And mm-hmm. there are times when you're like, okay, but I know what I'm waiting for. And right. if you don't know what you're waiting for, I do think act two can be really hard, which is what it's cool. What you're saying about flushing out the Dorothy part, because I actually think that would bring a different audience or could be interesting Mm. And allow for an an, an additional element. Yeah. Although normal normal is the wrong word. Um, originalists for the wicked experience might not like mm-hmm. that. Right. 
Yeah, that's a great point to lead into my friend who posted, reposted like Playbill's, you know, announcement of the Wicked trailer and then posted, I have a lot of thoughts and they're not good. And I commented or, or DM'd her and I said, what are your thoughts? And this was her response. And then we oh, went into a huge long discussion. She said, Ari looks awful. Cynthia sounds awful. <gasps> Cynthia sounds off. Okay. And the set is a disaster. Where is the ensemble? Where is Dr. Dilliman? Why does it look like a drama and not a comedy? Interesting. Very. It's rough. She said, doing two parts is like double homicide. I do. Okay, wait. That's a very interesting point of why does it look like a drama when it is right. a comedy? Mm-hmm. But is this a comedy? I said, is Wicked a comedy? I think it's maybe a dramedy at best, but I don't know if it's a full-out musical comedy. Has anyone said Wicked is a musical comedy? I feel no, like but no. I I don't think so, but I do find that point visually very interesting. Um, yeah. You know, you and I, I think, have talked a lot about how we think that Wicked is a love story between Alphaba and Glinda. Absolutely, yeah. And if that is the case, the rise well, and, and fall... Two knows that. That's for sure. Right. But if that is the case, I don't know if that is true, but if that is the case, the rise and fall of the entire narrative um, relates specifically around their relationship, which severs at Defying Gravity for the first time. It's completely severed mm-hmm. at Defying mm-hmm. Gravity, but still not like fully severed. Like you, you, you're not sure because pe- one of them or both. Well, of them does it not sever additional- a little bit at "I'm Not That Girl" with Alphama? No, I think that this is the moment where, where I mean, sure, but I think this is the moment where the full trust is broken, and like also there's a period of time that we don't get in the musical because it's intermission, where mm-hmm. things shit's been happening, right? Like with Alphabet doing whatever she's doing, trying to figure out whatever she's doing. There's also stuff right. with her sister terrifying Dorothy. And we don't know anything yeah. about any of that. And then obviously there's a period of time where Glinda gets back with or continues her relationship, yeah. gets to a point where she's engaged. So we miss all that part. So I, I that would be cool to see in part two. Mm-hmm. But if, sorry, going back to my point, if it really is a romance story between these two girls and and their love for each other then it makes sense to have kind of a cliffhanger at defying gravity because they're like you're kind of in that moment that is a drama Mm -hmm. right like you're starting with someone not fitting in it is funny it's quirky it's a romantic comedy and then at the end you're like part one ends when the two lovers you know friends are not together for sure yeah that's interesting to think about too, that they can do an interesting like recap for part two, but also right. also a time jump. Right. Which is which is what the musical does. Which is what the musical it's just does. Harder yeah. because you're seeing it all in one night and with a year later you're like, Oh, there is like a five year time jump or something. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's at fourth. least is at least a few years. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, Alphaba feels older in Act 2, so mm-hmm. there's that. Glinda does too, I guess. But I'm also, the the shot of Ariana Grande in the bubble just, 
just gets me. I don't know why. It's so gorgeous. That's gorgeous. why I would that's I actually was so surprised at this trailer once I watched it back not in a party full of people who were there to watch the Super Bowl. I <laughs> really I really did feel like they are trying to stay true to what people know and visualize about this musical mm-hmm. and try to challenge some of that and mm-hmm. also draw a lot of like comparison love and like things from the wizard of oz yes which oh another generation of people really like um and i i think that that's pretty genius and i and i think that's why maybe i'm not worried about ariana being in this musical because if john m chu really has that vision then he's gonna figure he's figuring it out and i think from a marketing perspective it's kind of brilliant to have Ariana Grande because she's one of the highest pop stars ever and one of her new albums is coming out in like a month so I have a question though did we see Bach during this whole trip? no no Bach or Nessa Rose no Nessa Rose, Nessa Rose or Bach yeah and also I did say to my later. friend I was like I did say to my friend like why we're judging this movie on like a minute of footage one minute that, of content that like yeah that's like cuts too it's not even like a full scene it's not even like anything and have they even I mean I'm sure John M Chu did a lot of editing during the strike but and like a lot of this VFX people did stuff and like things like that but like is it even finished like they still have 9 more months to go there's still lots Which to is- do crazy someone can have build a whole child in the time that (laughs) this movie's gonna come out but it is coming out say when you say build a whole child i think about robots the movie with Mm -hmm. where they build. honestly and i will go back to that could be a really good musical anyway back to also the poster is bomb and i just wanted to put that out there as well so we'll link to quite a few of our tiktoks that we referenced and other things and i think one of the other things that was pretty funny that i saw on the internet was cynthia rivo's um riffs would get her kicked out of the wicked tour that's hilarious so which is true probably (laughs) that's kind of what it was yeah yeah I can't even do it. It like stops halfway through uh, and you're like, oh, and then she keeps going. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's something yeah. like that. She goes down and then she goes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, we can just, oh wait, my let's goodness. just play it. Wait, hold on. Let's just play it. <sighs> Pause for the sound clip. Rachel has the trailer pulled up like on her phone at ready. You afraid of me? Good. It's very Cynthia Rebo. It's super distinct. Yeah. Which I think she had to. How many? How many of those do you think she went through? I mean, like ten. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she she was like, okay, what if I say like, okay, what if I sing it like this? Yeah. It also vaguely reminds me of, for some reason, Halle Bailey's version of. Part of your world. Part of your world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Also, her hair looks incredible. Cynthia looks like honestly, yeah. Cynthia looks so good in this. And I my was very wa- worried. I do want to say what my wife said about the trailer was Cynthia Rivo's too beautiful to play off. <laughs> that is I, I understand yeah. that for sure. I think it's funny. 
That is so fun. Now, and oh. we sufficiently has, have talked about the Wicked trailer for about 30, about 30 minutes. So um, maybe we'll just do a little mini episode on that. <laughs> mini, mini side episode. Wow. Bonus. Well, we did it. Yeah, we did. That's the buzz this week. It that was a lot of buzz. buzz. Okay, so now we are transitioning to our Tony predictions. Yes, we realize it's way too early. It's way too early. That's right. Too We're early to tell. That's right. But really, the Tonys Half are right of the season the hasn't opened. Yeah, that's true. That is true. The Tonys are right around the corner. I mean, the 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 nominations are going to be announced on April 30th, which is really like a month and a half away. So um, that's kind of crazy. I feel like that's so early. It's like it's like the Oscars announcing, you know, two weeks ago, and then the Oscars isn't until March 10th. But they have to go and see all the shows. Well, I guess they don't have to see all the shows anymore. Well, they but, probably go and see them for, for winning, for whoever wins. No, like I mean, do. what I'm saying is between between when they announce the nominees and and the time that they win, you have, Tony voters have to go and see the show. But it used to be that you had to go see all the shows. Now you don't have to see all the shows as a Tony voter. That's true. But hopefully they at least try and see most, if not all of them. Yeah. Um, we are, of course, talking about the 77th Annual Tony Awards, which will be held on June 16th, 2024. I think now seeing that date, I will be back from my trip, Rachel. So <laughs> I'm taking a trip the week before the Tony Awards. Um, this is being held at Lincoln Center, which we talked about a long time ago when it was announced, which is very so exciting. exciting. I hope it stays there, to be honest. Like, I think that's a good venue for the Tonys. It feels yeah. like grand. And I mean, Radio City is fun, but it's just so big. So I think they wanted to try and not have as many empty seats this year. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about all these shows that, I mean, we did just do our spring theater preview. If you haven't listened to it, go listen, go back and listen. We had a lot of fun with that talking about yeah, it was literally it was overwhelming. 30 there were million so many. Broadway shows opening <laughs> this spring. Oh my we gosh. could not get our lives together. It's so long. It was so um, long. Yeah. Literally like I'm looking at a list of, all the shows that are opening on Broadway and over half of them are just in, are in the spring. That's what I'm saying. Also, a lot of them have yet to fully open as of releasing this. Yeah. And, and that's why it's way too Mm -hmm. early to tell. Yes. Way too early to tell. But we're going to give our thoughts anyway, because we do love, yeah, we love the Tony awards and we just have to give our thoughts on everything. Um, yeah, so there are 37 shows opening in the 2023-2024 season, 34 of which are currently eligible for Tony Awards. There are 21 musicals and 16 plays. 21 musicals is astounding. It is. This is a very musical heavy. Yes, it is. Yeah, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um. We're going to go through some big categories. Um, we're going to try and predict as much as we can. Um, but so we're just going to do for those playing along at home. 
we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna do best original score, best book of a musical. We're, by the way, we're only gonna talk about musicals in this discussion. I will say, yeah, um, just because they're a little bit it's easier way too sometimes early. to predict, yeah. and it's way too early. And we also don't want this to be a three-hour podcast, so. Um, that will come after the Tonys. Yeah, after the Tonys, we will do a a deep dive on every single Tony award and and dissect why this person won for you know uh, appropriate for very male male love yeah. harmony. Yeah, harmony. Exactly. <laughs> um, best book of a musical, best direction of a musical, and then we're gonna do lead actor and actress in a musical, and then best revival and best musical, best revival of musical. So. Where should we start? <laughs> I know. Should we tell them what's eligible? I know you said how many. Yeah, do you want, do you want to, to read the list? Yeah. I'll just read the I'm gonna go through and read the list. Yeah. Um for musicals. Crazy. What is eligible for the 2024 Tony Awards? Once upon a one more time. Here lies love. Crazy. Back to the future. Mm-hmm. Harmony. How to dance in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Days of Wine and Roses, The Notebook, Water for Elephants, The Outsiders, Lempika, Suffs, Hell's Kitchen, The Heart of Rock and Roll, The Great Gatsby. Those are our Amazing. Musicals. Love it. 2024 plays Grey House, The Cottage, Throwback. Do we remember that? The Love Shark it. is Broken, also a throwback. Yaya's African hair braiding, also a throwback. Mm-hmm. I need that. Appropriate. Prayer for the French Republic. Stereophonic, which once again I say, does this have music in it? Anyway, it's in the play category. Mary Jane, Mother Play, Patriots. Mm-hmm. Okay, new new mu- I mean revivals of musicals. Right. Yeah. Merrily we roll along. Spamalot, The Who's Tommy, The Wiz. Cabaret, Gutenberg the Musical. Okay, revival. Gutenberg's Gutenberg's new because it was never on Broadway. It was off Broadway. But it's, I think it's not eligible for a revival. Is it? I think so. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Okay. Sorry, keep going. Um, uh, what was I saying? Revival for plays. Pearly right. Victorious. Doubt. An Enemy of the People. Uncle Vanya. And then things that weren't uh, um, eligible, but no one remembers, but it's okay. Uh, Just for Us, Alex Elderman's stand-up comedy, Melissa Etheridge's My Window, and El Mago Pop, which we did mention prior in our spring preview last year or summer preview, Um, but that Mm -hmm. is not, Mm -hmm. those are not eligible. Yeah. You're correct. Gutenberg will be eligible for revival Revival. of a Yeah. Why? I don't make the Tony rules. I don't know. I don't understand. That really changes your your predictions. It really does. Oh, my gosh. I just don't understand because it was never on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Doesn't a revival mean that it has to be on Broadway? I don't think so. So even so if Little Shop, well, I guess Little Shop was on Broadway. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a show that was only off Broadway. What's a show that was only off Broadway? That, like Heather's. Like if Heather's went on Broadway, it would be a revival. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know, understand. I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't, don't make the eligibility them. rules. I don't make them. Why is the eligibility cut off on Thursday, um, the 24th? I don't know. I yeah, didn't I make know. it. Okay, I'm looking to see if I found anything. Some assume that Gutenberg wanted revival where it has less competition. However, sources tell me the producers wanted new. They just didn't get it. I've written extensively about how random the application of classics rule of the classics rule is. Blah blah blah. That's really right. Like it's about it's about that. It's about classic things, right? Isn't that the idea? I mean, I don't know. Mm -mm. Nothing makes sense. I need to be a lawyer to no. look at the eligibility. Also, it's it's crazy. Uh, that is just wild. I know. I just don't. Wow, my whole thinking is upside down. I don't even know what to do. Okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Should we start with? Should we start with score? Should we start with things that are not new yeah. in revival? No, I think score is a good place to start. Um. So normally, sorry, I'm just getting my bearings here. Now that I found out that Gutenberg is is a revival. Yeah. Seriously, seriously, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to do anymore. Um, you normally most of these are four nominations. Do you, do you, I think the first five. question actually, or five. no, yes. Or five. The first question I want to ask. Oh yeah, that's right. There was five last year mm -hmm. is, do you think with all the amount of shows opening musicals, will there be five musicals for best musical? Do you think? Cause there's not five every year. But last year there was, but um, I don't know. I kind of had a I have to do this by process of elimination of like I don't think once upon a one more time is gonna be mentioned at all. Right, right. In the Tony Awards. No, I agree. Um Will Here Lies Love get any love? The Heart of Rock and Roll? Probably not. Here Lies Love, yes, I think it will. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, like harmony. I, I don't think harmony is going to get any any nominee. I mean, it will get some, but I don't think it's going to get like musical. Or I don't, I don't even know. There's just I too know. many things. But I, I do think I do think that there for new musical, if that's what you're asking me for, there I think that there will be four. And okay. for but I think that for the other categories like book score direction where typically there are four rather than five, I think there are going to be five. Yeah. Because there are, once again, 21 musicals. Right, right. I think because last season and this season are both, are, were, are packed, I think they're going to try and do nominate as much as they can. Um, maybe not. Maybe I'll be wrong, but... Um, and I last year, the... Just a refresh. Kimberly Akimbo, Almost Famous, K-Pop, Shucked, and Some Like It Hot. We had two non-Best Musicals in there. Almost Famous and K-Pop were not nominated for Best Musical. Um, but the other three were nominated. So that's interesting. That, so something that for like, score? For score? That's original score. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. So something like A Here Lies Love or Harmony could get in there and not get nominated for Best Musical. Um, mm hmm or any other show, to be honest. Um, 
Well, so what do you think? Who do you think is going to be in your best score? If you're going to do five, are you going to do five? Yeah, I'm going to do five. I think the notebook, I think how to dance in Ohio. Oh, wow. It's going to last. Um, I think Suffs. I think Great Gatsby. <laughs> and uh, I think Back to the Future. That's my five. Oh, wow. Okay. It's kind of all um, over the place. Yeah. Okay. I have one that definitely. Okay, maybe like. Outsiders, too. I didn't think of Outsiders. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, those are, those are the five I'm going to stick with. But. Okay, can you go over here? Oh, wait, wait, again? I didn't even think of Days of Wine and Roses. Shoot. Yeah, wait, who are your five? Get oh it my together. Gosh. Oh, my gosh, there's too many. Okay, wait, wait, I'm rethinking, I'm rethinking. The Notebook is definitely in. There's no way that show's not getting nominated for best. For best score? Stuff's is in. Days of Wine and Roses has to be in. I mean, it's so well-venerated already. Um, and then I think Gadsby... And back to the future. I think back to I think back to so I guess how did it into Ohio goes out. Okay. One more time. Clarify okay. for the readers at home. Yes. Back to the future. The notebook. How um Days of Wine and Roses. Mm-hmm. Suffs and the Great mm-hmm. Gatsby. Those are my five. Okay. So my predictions for the nominations for best score for a musical. Are Suffs, Lempika, Days of Wine and Roses, Here Lies Love, and The Notebook. Wow, that's a good list too. Yeah, there's just too much yeah. going on. I, I think I, I really do think because of the longevity of Back to the Future, I think it's gonna. At I least don't think nominated. it's going to get score. I think yeah. Taylor. I think that unfortunately, that musical is gonna win Best Musical. Interesting. <laughs> Like I just have this weird gut feeling that because wow. I not that I'm gonna be upset by that necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think that I think I definitely think it will be nominated for best new musical. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And direction and choreography and costumes and sets. Right. And lighting. There's, there's so much like and sound below, design. You know, below so the I line think, stuff that it could be nominated I think is, for. Like, but... I actually think that it's gonna walk away with the most Tony awards. Interesting. Or with the most Tony nominations because it has because it's kind of set aside in a lot like Gatsby could be this way, I guess, depending on how the book yeah, is, for sure. depending on how the score is. But like those are the two where they're they're quote unquote big what I would call big musicals. Right. And so they have a lot, you know, costuming, set design, sound design, you know, all choreography, all of that mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And then more characters. And so I think that you're looking at something like that walking away with a lot of Tony nominations, but you know, also the revivals are in there too. Right. Like Merrily. Yeah. And the whiz. Yeah. (laughs) There are too many things. Yeah. Too many things. Um, Best book. I mean, it could be similar. I think best book. See, the thing is, is that there were so many shows like, Back to the Future and Great Gatsby and so on nominated last year, but what ultimately took it was Kimberly Akimbo, which is a show similar to Days of Wine and Roses, 
mm-hmm. the outsiders, you know, smaller, maybe the notebook. We don't know yet. Um, I do think I have this inkling that house kitchen isn't going to do well. Um, cause I think people are just like, even though it was sold out at the public, it did have a sold out run, but, um, I don't know. But anyway, best book. I mean, I think days of wine and roses has to be in there. Um, I think Harmony could get some love in in best book. That would be interesting. I don't know if it's going to. The Outsiders, I think, could get in here. Um, I think Suffs is going to get in there. And then... Gosh, it's so hard. I think The Notebook. I think that. Yeah. I have days... Okay, so for best book... I have Days of Wine and Roses. If this, if there's five, right? If there's five. So best book. If there's five, Days of Wine and Roses, Outsiders, Suffs, Back to the Future, and The Notebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and last year they didn't match up completely because it was some like it hot shocked New York, New York, and Juliet and Kimberly Akimbo. So mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's. Um, the book is hard. I mean, Days of Wine and Roses, I think, is just such the, like, it's it's very, it's 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 a limited run. It's very, it's two stars. It's a heavy subject, but it's also, like, you know, it's centered around these two stars that are, like, they're coming back to Broadway, and it's just very interesting. So I think they, yeah. could, they could definitely, um, it could definitely win a lot. I don't know. But then again, like Suffs is is positioning, I think in another season would be like the Hamilton of the season. But then also there's just like Great Gatsby, which is huge. And like, yeah, it's just there's too much. And the notebook is what we've heard is like going to be, you know, from people in the industry is that it's it's like the big show of the season, too. So. What what are your thoughts, Rachel? There's just too much. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Best Direction can be revivals and new musicals, It can be right? revivals, yes. Okay, there great. Were two revivals right. last year. I've got my list. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm. I'm so ready. Best Direction of a musical. Merrily we roll along. Obvious. Bamalot. Okay. Gutenberg. Three revivals. And the Notebook, yeah. Suffs and the notebook. Great. So Michael Grave isn't going to be nominated for all three of his shows, is what you're saying? Darn. No, not all three. So that I just would, put him in there once. That would be Hell's Kitchen, The Notebook, and Days of Wine and Roses. Yeah. I mean, I could switch out the notebook for Days of Wine and Roses. I just don't know. But see, the thing is that you already have smaller shows, even though Marilee's a big show, but you mm. have like smaller shows with Marilee and Gutenberg and kind of yeah and then i was thinking spamlot for sure is going to be nominated for best direction i'm sure i feel very confident in that and i'll watch that not happen at all but that's how i feel i do think there's definitely uh uh a world where the director and i cannot remember her name currently maybe let me look it up maria friedman um i think she might win because 
Well, first of all, last year we saw a revival win with Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Arden for Parade, bringing back a show that was loved at the time, but not as, uh, and in time became a a much beloved show, but like became even more beloved with the revival, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think he breathed new life into it. And I think that's exactly the same as... Maria Friedman with Merrily We Roll Along. Um, by the way, as far as score and book, just quickly, do who who do you think is going to win? Oh, we have to say who's going to win. I mean, we don't have to, but I think. I mean, uh, I think there's, there's a world where like Notebook, Days of Wine and Roses, or Suffs wins. I think. Where wins either of them? Okay, for best for best score, I'm gonna pick um, Days of Wine and Roses. For best book, I'm gonna pick The Outsiders, and nice. for best direction, I'm picking Gutenberg. Interesting, interesting. Um, my best direction is gonna be Merrily We Roll Along. It's gonna be Gutenberg. It's going to be The Notebook. It's going to be Days of Wine and Roses. I'm putting two Michael Greif in there. And wow. then um, it's going to be Selfs. Those are my, those are my yeah. picks. Yeah. That's good. And That's I think good. I think Maria Friedman's going to win for Merrily. Because just like Parade, I think it's like she's breathed. This show was so, like everyone hated it. And I think she's breathed new light uh, among the actors and the, and everyone, she's just breathed new life into the into Mary We roll along, and I think mm. you're seeing the fruits of her labor. <laughs> but I think Gutenberg is a contender because, I mean, you saw it. I'm sure the direction was amazing. Yeah. Well, I don't think that it, I, it especially as a revival, I think that where it really where it's going to shine is in direction. Right. And maybe choreography Mm -hmm. right too bad the score can't be nominated i don't think it would have in my opinion it would not have been nominated even if it was a new musical yeah not with all that we have going on here yeah too much going on best performance by a leading actress in a musical this is really hard i don't know i don't have my thoughts together yet you tell me um, well, we have Lindsay Mendez, I think, is in there. I think yeah. Ava Noblezada is in there for Greg Gatsby. Um, I think there is a world where the lead of the Wiz, I do not know her name, the girl playing Dorothy, is in there. Um, Kelly O'Hara is in there. Um, I mean, how many did they do last year? Let me look. Four, five. They only did five last year. That's crazy. And then I guess who at the the lead of the Notebook? But who's the lead? This is what I don't understand. Which alley is the lead? I guess the the adult, the main, the middle alley. Yeah, I don't know. Or oh, Shauna Joy Tab. Wood. Yeah, Joy Wood. Or Shauna Tab will be nominated. I guess. That's the other option for Suffs. 
Yeah, I that that I feel that. Yeah. I'm looking up the whiz. I mean, she could she again. She could pull a Lynn and be nominated in book, score, and actor. That'd be amazing. Or actress. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a given that Lindsay and Kelly O'Hara are going to get in. So that's two. And then I think Eva, if Great Gatsby is like well received, it's Great Gatsby's hard because it's so late. It's literally like five days before nominations come out. So it's like, yeah, it's so difficult. But um, if Great Gatsby is well received, I think she's. She was nominated for Hades Town, so like she's beloved within the community. So I don't know. I don't know either. This one's really hard. Here's who I wrote okay. down, and I really don't know. Because I also mm-hmm. what's hard about a leading actress versus a featured actress, unless it's something like Daniel um Daniel Radcliffe, like some right. we don't necess- I don't necessarily know if someone's going to be considered right. a lead or featured, mm-hmm. um, depending on the show. And so I have Kelly well, especially O'Hara. Especially with something like the notebook. Yes. I have Kelly yeah. O'Hara. I have Lindsay Mendez. I have Leslie Kreitzer as Lady of the Lake from right. Sandlot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which I, I believe because Sarah who 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 played it in the original was a featured. Yes, so that's what's yes. re- that's what's hard. Is that a featured? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then I also don't know. Is Glinda from The Wiz a featured? I don't know. Well, I think Deborah mm-hmm. Cox is going to be nominated. That's good. Um, yeah. And then, and then there's also Eden from Olympica too. Yes, that was my yeah. last one. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I stole so. the amount of beer. No. So you don't have Eva Nobuzada. I you don't. don't have Shauna Cobb. Nope. And then there's also the girl in Hell's Kitchen, if that does well. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, out of left field, Sierra Bagas, Julie Benko in Harmony, I guess. I don't and we've said nothing from the person from Water for Elephants. We've given no love to Water for Elephants at this moment. Yeah, I don't think Water... I think there's just with The Notebook and The Great Gatsby, there's just... I don't think Water for Elephants is going to get any love. Unless Water for Elephants is just better than both of those. <laughs> Which I mean, it could maybe. be. It could be. We don't know. But I, f- I have a feeling The Water for Elephants is kind of like the big fish of this season. Which, I loved Big Fish. Yeah, Big Fish is a great show, but I don't think it's as like well received by critics and award bodies as you know maybe it should have been. But yeah, and maybe I'm saying that because they're both set in a circus. So, um, yeah, it's just such a tough year because there's so many performances that could be honored but there's only so many spots last year again they did five women victoria clark annalee ashford sarah borales lorna courtney and michaela diamond a great pair a great five literally i would be okay with any of them winning which is kind of crazy um but then they did six male performances which i found interesting because again do you remember rachel that i was astounded and very hurt that Philippa Sue was not nominated for her role as Cinderella. Um, <laughs> yeah. Into the woods. How could I ever she forget? Could have been. 
She could have just been, and well, again, she also could have been nominated as Guinevere in Camelot. Just could have been yeah. slipped in there. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I once again, I'll be on my soapbox because I haven't yet done it for this episode yet. Of like, why are no we still gendering right. that lead and featured actor and right. actress? Like, I just, it just doesn't need to be this way because it also makes it challenging. Like, for certain actors, I mean, it's already challenging, but. Mm. I will say the whole categorizing people based off of gender is still is a construct that I just feel like the theater should be beyond. And there are many varieties of solutions we all have to this potential experience, um, right. which could be adding a third category or and or dividing these, which is what I've said forever, into new into like music new musicals and revivals so that the categories yeah. are smaller no matter what. Mm -hmm. um and then you can have like an additional we always want to shout out someone who's like featured but not really considered a full feature and mm -hmm. like we could have that category we just could have just the same amount of categories and so, the best ensemble which we've talked about oh yeah we've always wanted that so yeah. but this yeah. is what's hard when we get to the lead actor category in my opinion there are so many actors specifically this season and it's very challenging to mm -hmm. think through who's going to be nominated um, because a lot of these shows have uh, what I would consider lead actors, um, mm -hmm. more than one lead actor versus just having a lead actress or a featured actress. Right. Right. Um, Again, Brian well, is going to be nominated, but probably won't win, which is so sad. Um, last year, six performances. Colton Ryan, Ben Platt, Brian Dusty James, Josh Groban, Christian Borrell. And Jay Harrison G. Um, who was on your Who's on your thought list for this? Yeah. Well, it's hard because if you do the two boys, well, is is um Daniel Radcliffe going featured? He is, right? Yes. Yes, he is. Okay, never mind. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say if you did the two boys from Merrily and then the two boys from Gutenberg, that's like half the category right there. Um, but. Jonathan Groff will be nominated and I think yeah. probably will win. I will say. Um, I think James Monroe Iglehart from Spamalot, I think is a good guess. Um, gosh, it's just all over the place. Jeremy Jordan <laughs> from Great Gatsby. I think you're at three. You're at three. Yeah. three. Um, I think the back to the future guy. Could Which one? Down. Do the you think it's going to be Roger Bart? But Doc and Doc is not a feature. Doc is a lead actor, right? So it's yeah. Doc. That's Roger Bart, and then the other guy is Mc, Marty McFly. Is Casey Likes? This is what I have them both on my list because I'm like, who's going to get nominated? I would bet Casey Likes is going to be lead, and Roger Bart would be support featured just because for him to be more eligible to, to get him to be nominated and possibly win. Um. So I think Casey likes, I think um, Brian Darcy James. Did I say him already? No, I did not. That's five. That's and five. Then I, and then I think um, uh, the Outsiders guy could slip in. Which one? The main, whoever the main Outsiders guy is. But there's a lot of them, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to pick one. Brody Grant as Curtis. 
or Pony Boy Curtis? So yours were John, John, Jonathan Groff, Brian Darcy James, James Monroe Iglehart, Casey Likes. Yep. And then who else? Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan and and, and um Brody Grant. Is that his name? Brody Grant. Brody Grant. Yes. I think he could be like the Colton Ryan of this year. Okay. Um, I have list. a problem. That's a big list. I have a problem because in How to Dance in Ohio, I don't know who's a lead actor. Yeah. If Liam Pierce, who plays Drew, is a lead actor, right. He, right. I have him in this category. Love it. If he's a featured actor, I have him in that category. I think he will. I think he might be Tony nominated. That's great. I love um, that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, Grant Gustin could also get in for Water for Elephants. So yes. So I yeah. have. If Liam Pierce is in here, then I have him. So I don't know. Is that a half? I'll do that as my six. Sure. Jonathan Groff. I I'm gonna go with your theory that Roger Bart isn't in this. In this category? Yes, that's my theory. Okay. I have Ali Lewis Borgesby, Borgesby, however you say his last name, from The Who's Tommy. I love it. I have Eddie Redman. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about him. Damn, yeah. He's definitely getting in. I have Andrew. Yeah, this is why um, revival and, and regular <laughs> should be together or should not be together. You have Andrew who? Andrew from Gutenberg. Oh, from Gutenberg. Yeah, yeah. And but I no have, Josh. I don't have Josh, and I have Brian Darcy James. Wow, we have very different lists. There were two that were definitely there were two that were definitely on there. Same. And is this just Jonathan's to win? Do you think? This is Jonathan's to win. Yeah, yeah. Or Jonathan's to lose, rather. To lose, right. This is Jonathan's to lose. Like, I really, I really think, I mean, just obviously I love Jonathan Groff. Right. So there's that. And I would say the only way he would lose this category is if Daniel Radcliffe was in this category. Mm -hmm. Daniel Radcliffe was so good in that musical. Mm -hmm. Like, unbelievably good. Almost yeah. as good as Jonathan Groff. Do you think it would be a crime if Daniel won, but Jonathan didn't? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you think but, it's possible that all three of them win Tonys? Lindsay, Jonathan, no. and... No. You don't think Lindsay's going to win? But no, you didn't I, see I, Lindsay. I didn't no. see Lindsay. I think Lindsay might win. I'm just saying I don't think... I don't think they can walk away with the three those three Tonys. Like, that's crazy. That it's is crazy, crazy. but they're the show. That it's is crazy. Them. They are the show. The, they will get best orchestrations, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And best, I I really do think the direction could win. I think but, Gutenberg's winning that. Yeah. Or wow. day, or um, The Notebook or Harry Gatsby. Or Taste of Wine and Roses. Literally anything. Hell's Kitchen. Um. <laughs> Or we could all be surprised and it could be How to Dance in Ohio. Okay, we're going to do Best sure. Revival and Best New Musical now. Yes. Um, revivals are a little bit easier 
because like there's only so many they can choose from. Um, Guten, I guess Gutenberg now. That's so crazy. Gutenberg. Merrily we roll along the ways and Spamalot. I think and Cabaret. I think that's it. But I, I, I have a feeling one of them, like the ways could not be there. It could be just four. Um, or is that right? Just four? It could Gutenberg, be. Really Remember when they didn't is, nominate right. an entire revival and there were only two revivals in that category right. when they got right. Right. Yeah. It's happened before. Last year we had four, which was Parade Camelot, Into the Woods, and Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, but I think it's definitely possible that all five could get in. Also, I guess we're not shouting out any love for the Heart of Rock and Roll. <laughs> They're a new musical. Yeah, no, I know. I just mean in general. Yeah. Corey Cott, come on. I know. <sighs> what do you think for a revival? Um, I would be surprised if one of these wasn't on there. Yeah. But if one of them's not on there, two of them are not going to be on there, I think. And I think we'll be left with Gutenberg. Oh, the Tommy too. I forgot about that one. I think, I think that will, I think it's, I, here's who I have down. Gutenberg, Merrily Roll Long, Spamalot, and the Who's Tommy. Interesting. So we're leaving out Cabaret and the Wiz. Now, it could be, which would be crazy days, but it could be that Gutenberg and Cabaret aren't on this list. I think that that would be crazy. I think it, it's more possible that Gutenberg and the Who's Tommy are not on the list. And I think the but other the Who's ones Tommy has a bigger cast. Like, I'm just thinking about a small cast here and like the setup of, of these two things. I think Gutenberg could be on because it did so much for the industry. I I think that Gutenberg will be there. I'm just yeah. saying it could be it, we could it could get crazy because something's not going to be on this list because there are six shows. Right. I do think the Who's Tommy though is just a not as popular show. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like all the other ones. But is are it like... about popularity or is it about the best musical? For See? well. For Tony Awards or in general? No, the this award specifically. I don't because know. that's that's the thing is like tech. I loved Gutenberg, mm-hmm. but but you like the Who's Tommy as a show more. It's a comedy, mm-hmm. right? And it reads as a comedy musical, mm-hmm. and it's very it's very like stand up ask and it's amazing and it's great which mm-hmm. is why I think very likely to get direction and choreography it will definitely be nominated for that right but I think that it doesn't stand the same way that like the Who's Tommy or mm-hmm. Merrily We Roll Along mm-hmm. or The Wiz mm-hmm. We'll just have to see see how the Who's Tommy does critically, too. Because if it does well, then we'll we'll have to see. But it did really Um, well in where it was before. It's off Broadway run. True. Yeah. But it's never. I mean, Broadway's a whole other thing. I know, but it's a revival. Yes, but yeah, that's true. But was it beloved when it came on? 
originally? I feel um, like I feel like the Who's Tommy is a pretty well respected musical. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Not as well respected as you know Cabaret. Right, but Cabaret's. I mean, this is what like the fifth. It's revival overdone. Of Cabaret? That's why I'm like maybe right. it won't be nominated. But this is like a new version. Yeah, we'll <laughs> I'm see. just saying. I'm just like pondering here. Yeah. There's gonna be something left off this list, and I think that there's actually only gonna be four musicals on this revival list. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't think there's gonna be six. Yes, I think that would be too many, and they have to think about the telecast. How many performances are we gonna see? Yeah. Um, I, can't I mean, do, can't do twelve. I think from its announcement it was going to Broadway, Merrily We Roll Along had this in the bag. I think it's going to win. Like, there's no, like, is there even any competition? I think maybe. This is the hard part where you're like, I think that all of those actors should walk away with their Tony. And the show is amazing, but I'm not sure is it the best revival. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because we... <clears throat> Like I haven't seen the you other have one. seen Merrily, but you haven't seen anything else. And then, yeah. But also, well, we well, we didn't talk about Spamalot either because there's Spamalot in here too. I put Spamalot on my list. Oh, you did? Did I? Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah, I forgot about Spamalot. So that could also that's a very beloved show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think again, speaking of comedy, like Spamalot could be in there over Who's Tommy. But the Who's Tommy's not a comedy. I know, but I'm just saying people like when they when you come out of the theater, you're like, I love like I liked the way I felt. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I think that this really just it goes back to like what is this? This is why the next one will also be hard. Right. Really, what is this about? Is it about the business part of Broadway mm-hmm. or is it about like the innovation of Broadway or is it about the popularity? Because all three yeah. of those things are different. And all three of them sometimes are in yeah. competition. And it's amazing, like when you get Hamilton, when mm-hmm. all three of those are in sync. But it right. is very rare to have one musical have the innovation and newness and mm-hmm. creativity and have popularity and right. be good for business. Yeah. 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 And not be and be original. Well, that's what I'm saying about creative and innovative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about for best musical? What are your? Are you gonna say five? I think, unfortunately, Back to the Future is going to be nominated for this category. Um, I think. I don't know. I really thought Suffs would be the one to take it, originally. So I'm gonna still keep them in here. Yep. I'm writing these things down so we can come back and see how wrong we were. Um, what if I the think, hard and rock and roll wins best musical? Uh, yeah, that would be so funny. Yeah. I think that I uh, God, I don't know about the Great Gatsby. I'm gonna leave them out of here. I'm it's gonna put the so notebook flashy. in here. Yeah, I'm putting the notebook. Okay, so right now I'm back to the future. Seth's the notebook. Days of Wine and Roses. And then just because I want it to be, but I don't think it will, I'm going to be How to Dance in Ohio. Love it. 
It could be. It could. It could. It really could yeah. be. It could be. Yeah. It's a strong contender. I think and like crazy. I said, like this yeah. could be the one place yeah. it has its nomination besides Liam Pierce, yeah. who I think actually will be nominated. And crazier things have happened. It's true. Um, I mean, what also would be crazy if like Harmony shows up, which would be I insane. know. Or like or Love. Once Upon a One More Time. Right. Well, Once Upon a One More Time, I think, is like DOA. Um <laughs> Yeah, I do think very similarly. Notebook, Suffs, and Great Gatsby are in. So that's three. Oh, and Days of Wine and Roses. So that's four. <laughs> Notebook, Suffs, The Great Gatsby, and Days of Wine and Roses. Do you have a fifth? <sighs> Shit, I would have said Gutenberg, but no, it's not. Um. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm. I'll put the outsiders for now, just to. Mm, that's a good one. Just to shake it up a little bit. Shake it up. Yeah. I mean, Lampinka could be in there too. I know, or or House Kitchen if it hits well. That's the or thing. House Kitchen. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I mean, I think this is why it's way too early. This is why we yes. labeled it way too early. Yeah. But it was quite fun, yeah. and it does. Yeah. It does show, like, mm-hmm. clearly there are things, whether we want them to be or not, that seem mm-hmm. like they're strong contenders in this moment, just based off of buzz. But I will say the majority of the things that we mentioned either just opened or have yet to open yeah. relating to a lot of well, the new musicals. A lot of this stuff is just in rehearsals or haven't even started right. yet. So. Right. Yeah. And, and that's why it's the, fun to predict early. Yeah, but it also makes it very yeah. challenging. It does make and a challenge. And we also never understand what the Tony letters are doing. It's true. I do want to shout out, like, the two plays that I wanted to shout out are Pearly Victorious yeah. and The Shark is Broken. I really hope, yes. like, Alex Brightman and um, Leslie Odom Jr. get some love. And The Cottage, to be honest. I really hope it comes back and um, gets some love. Laura Bell Bundy. Get some love. And I so. think that the plays maybe are going to be a little bit more straightforward than the musicals this year in terms of like who's yeah. there. But you, I will say we have a lot, a lot, a lot of, once again, I will say it again, Hollywood people who yeah. have performed or are performing mm-hmm. in plays um, yeah. this year. And so I, I'm curious to see if this looks like the Emmys. Or if this is going to look more like the Tonys. Yeah. Well, last year, I'm looking at, you got like two in the featured actor in a play, two Broadway actors. And then in the leading actor, you got two Hollywood actors, Sean Hayes and mm-hmm. Jodie Comer. Which mm-hmm. Sean Hayes does theater too, but yeah. primarily yeah. in television. So that's interesting. And then Brandon Uranowitz and Miriam Silverman in featured actor and actress in a play. So, yeah, it could, it'll, I mean, but there's a lot of Hollywood stars in plays this year. So, Jeremy there Strong, Rachel McAdams, exactly. Rachel McAdams, exactly. Yeah. Steve yeah. Carell. Steve, that's right. Wow. Steve Carell, Tony winner. Um, well, thanks for having this way too early <laughs> discussion. I'm it's, stressed. It is all know. yeah. Rachel's post-it note. Go go and look at it on our on our YouTube page. There it is. Oh look ASMR. at it. Oh my gosh. It's like an it's a huge post-it notebook. 
Crazy. Um, let us know your thoughts on the Tonys. Who, I mean, I I predicted long time ago that Days of Wine and Roses was going to win Best Musical. And I think there still is a possibility that it could. So. Yeah, I think it, you know, appreciate the Tonys. Obviously, we mm-hmm. talk about the Tonys all the time here. But they are not the only people who can have thoughts, opinions, and they're not the only people who drive business to right. these shows. So if you are a listener who lives near New York or is planning a trip to New York, go see some shows. Yes. Have some opinions yourself. Let us yeah. know. DM us. Email us. Mm-hmm. Comment. And let Love us know it. what your thoughts are on a show that you saw. I know. So I actually think someone did comment recently on our social media page about how that they recently saw um, How to Dance in Ohio. So mm-hmm. just yeah. want to shout that out. Love it. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Rachel, let's talk about our character of the week. Let's do it. Let's this, do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's um, jump in. Like Corbin this Blue. Is like Corbin Blue. That's right. Yeah. My favorite movie he's ever been in. Okay. Uh, no. So this is the time where Taylor and I think about what have we been feeling and up to and doing Mm -hmm. in our lives. And then we pick, which is a lot, a lot of things. And then we scour the theater universe and pick a character, a musical, an object from a musical or a play that we feel embodies the same thoughts, feelings, or vibes that we have this week. That's right. That's right. We would also love to hear your thoughts, of course, on the Wicked trailer that we spent. Please. In depth on um, Tom Holland breaking the internet. Do you guys think that was warranted? Disney doing Tangled on stage. Should they do something else? And Kanto, that's a big one people have been talking mm-hmm. about. True, true, true. And of course, your thoughts on all the t- too many shows opening this spring. <laughs> the 988 yeah. shows right. that are opening for 2024. Yeah. For 30 spots. <laughs> on Broadway. Um, we would also love to hear your characters of the week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week. You may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, would you like sure. to hear my character this week? Please tell me who are you? So I'm bending the rules a little bit. I'm oh. uh, I'm an avatar, the last airbender. <laughs> bending the rules. Just kidding. Um, coming out on Netflix soon. Not a sponsor. Um, Not a sponsor. But would would the last Airbender be a good musical? I don't know. No, there's too much happening. Yeah, I mean, there's magic in Harry Potter. They could do it in anyway. That's um, not a musical. You're right. My week has been. I've just. I'm just so tired. Everyone, do you do you have a newborn? Do you have a job? Do you have a dog? These are all things that I have, and that I know that regular people have on a daily basis. Okay, you added Winnie in there. Yeah. Well, she, she she got into the trash today, and it was a whole thing. Um, and then she um is needing some more attention, is what I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Our YouTube listeners, I pan over to her on the couch. There, there she is. There she is. Fast asleep because okay. you're right next to her. Yeah, fast asleep. Um, that was my my John M. Chu moment of, <laughs> of the of the episode. But this week, I'm I'm just feeling like a song that these kids sing to the whole family when they go to sleep, mm-hmm. and they're they're saying "So long, farewell, I'll be the thing goodbye." 
Yeah, they're just saying good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and and that's just what I'm gonna do. Even, even right now. Even like yeah. as as Taylor as is as going as to say good night. That's what he's well, gonna do. Yeah, I am. I am. So that's that's my character <laughs> this week. It's so well. So well. That's so cute. From the Taylor, I love that. You're the I, entire song from the yeah. sound of music. That's yeah, great. That's right. Start to finish. <laughs> Especially the ending. Um, Rachel, who is your character this week? This week, um, as of releasing this, I will have journeyed down to Savannah, Georgia with some of my um, friends from church. And I'm very excited. And also, it is a very long drive that I'm not looking Mm -hmm. forward to. And that reminds me of... And so so obviously, we have a playlist of what we're going to sing along and then times when we're not singing but we're just listening the new j-lo album came out so and you're gonna to watch the wicked trailer a bunch like and i show. i personally will watch yeah. the wicked trailer at least <laughs> twice but anyway so we have a plan we're gonna sing and it, it just reminds me that singing is the best way to get through a car ride like there's just mm. nothing like talking and singing And, you know, there is a character who just so badly wants his travel companion to sing or talk to him, (laughs) like, so badly that he just makes up his own song and tries to convince the other guy to sing along. And that's right. This week, I am Donkey singing the traveling song with Shrek. So I'm Donkey. That's amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. I also love that song. Travel somewhere, you gotta yeah. go somewhere. Yeah, because the fun is getting there. Mm. Oh, what the heck! I must confess, I love a road trip. He's so funny. <laughs> Please play that as soon as you get in the car with your friends. Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. it'll be amazing. It takes amazing. the ox immediately. Yeah. Do we don't takes even have ox cords anymore? Yeah, no, take so the even say that. Take the Bluetooth reins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But connect, connect your phone. Right <laughs> connect, connect, connect to Bluetooth. Yeah. Uh, well, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Threads at theaternerdpod, and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week.